Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. Hey yo, what's going on? How are ya? I'm fantastic. It is Saturday morning, and I'm fitting it in. We haven't been, uh, we haven't done this in a week uh, and a half, and I apologize. I am working my bowels off seventy hours a week, um, eighty hours a week, maybe forty hours at the bar. My business partner and I just bought most of a semi load of goods for our real resale business. Most of uh, half of which is in my garage. So um, the benefit of that is I get to work from home, which is nice when I'm not at the bar bartending and working private events and such. So, uh, man, I got told by a buddy on Snapchat the other day, geez, that's a lot of hours. You better be taking care of yourself. And I said, yeah, wow, that's a good call. And I actually do. But I didn't think about it, you know, because I already did my routines, uh, my morning routine. So gratitude, meditation, deep breathing, um, just trying to slow yourself down and allowing yourself to relish in the moment, I think, is one big way of balancing. I think people get, I think a lot of, this happens to men a lot, really. I think we get to, um, what would you say, Energizer Bunny and, and tunnel vision. Like we just keep going and going and going and going and we feel fine. And then all of a sudden, that's when uh, you have a heart attack. That's when you end up in, at the doctor in the emergency room or you have a severe anxiety attack or something hits you out of nowhere. And it's because most of us don't balance. And uh, <clears throat> I think I do a pretty damn good job of that. So I am working a lot. Um, when I'm not working, I'm sleeping. When I'm not sleeping, I'm doing my balancing. I'm stretching. I'm still exercising. I am getting ready for Maui in 27 days. And I'm right on pace. A lot of a lot of us would be behind. We'd want to lose. What did I want to lose? Really? I guess I started at like 165. And uh, I am now at uh, 144.6 as of this morning. And I have 27 more days and my goal was 140 pounds uh, when I found out we were going to Maui, like a hundred and cheese. It has gone so goddamn fast. Like 180 days is when we started this countdown. <laughs> it's, it's like 27 days now. Holy shit. Wow. Um, big plans, lots of stuff going on. Maui is going to be great. So cheese. I'm, I'm right now, you know, I, I try to prioritize, you know, you have priorities, but you might not even know what they are. And so what I try to do is, especially when I'm doing my gratitude and stuff, I start to feel bad about certain things, like not hanging out with friends and whatnot. And like, I think that when you pri- when you know what you're prioritizing and why you're prioritizing it, then you have validation and validation is what we all need to get by in life. So um, I haven't had a whole lot of time for friendship, which you don't when you're doing family stuff, but when you're working 70 hours a week, um, when you're, you know, getting into the family stage with your girlfriend and you have a big home to take care of and you have a dog now to take care of, you know, family and business and finances has to be above most things. It just does. 
And then uh, my own mental sanity has to be above most things. Otherwise, I won't be balanced enough for my family and, uh, and to continue business and whatnot. So there would be no point in doing any of that if I couldn't continue it. So I have to spend a lot of time keeping myself sane. And when you're talking 70 or 80 hours a week of work, and then I have to give attention to my dog and my girlfriend and keep a house tidy alongside her help, not my dog's help, unfortunately. And then you tack on the fact that I just need to remain mentally stable. I spend probably an hour or two a day making sure of that and continuing growth as well as working on my physical health. Um, not eating, not eating. You lose weight by not eating. I am down to this weight because I don't ever eat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I do eat like one meal a day. If I do eat two meals a day right now, this is what I started doing. So I was 149 pounds, maybe a week and a half ago ish. So I upped my cardio at the gym a little bit. I get hellacious, hellacious cardio. Uh, moving boxes. I pick up a box more than a thousand times, virtually five, six days a week and move it. And I'm just bending over and I'm walking, walking up and downstairs. I'm walking distances. And then I go to the bar and I put in like several, several, several miles, um, four days a week. And so I still had to up my cardio if I wanted to keep good, a good amount of calories because I'm, I'm a little human being. Uh, if you've never seen me, I'm, I'm about... Tom Cruise, Zach Efron's height. What's up? At least they're good looking. Five, six and a half, five, seven on a good day. If I really stretch, maybe I'm a little over five, seven. I'm going to give me the benefit of the doubt there. Um, so because I'm smaller, I can't necessarily have as much muscle mass and fat mass as somebody who's much taller and bigger. And what that would create is a bigger calorie margin that you could have and you know if someone's 600 pounds let's just let's just take an extreme example if someone's 600 pounds to maintain that 600 pounds whether it's a lot of fat or all fat or a ton of muscle takes an extreme amount of calories which is why people when they start losing weight at 600 pounds they do lose 50 and 100 pounds in a month and it's because to get to 600 pounds, you would have had to consume 15 or 20,000 calories a day at some point, which you, the listener, couldn't even fucking do. So since I'm a smaller human being, if I don't up my cardio, then I just have to eat a lot less. And I want to at least eat some stuff. And it helps to fast most of the day. I fast 16, 18 hours. But right now, when I go to work, I get a tuna tataki at my, at my bar restaurant. And uh, it's just a, a couple ounces of tuna with some edamame seeds. And then after that, I do either uh, basically I eat half of a flatbread um, or a salad with chicken and shit. Ugh, and veggies, 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 veggies. The myth, the myth behind vegetables and weight loss. Yes, veggies are very helpful with weight loss. Veggies are not necessary. The vitamins aren't doing a fucking thing for you for weight loss. What's happening is vegetables help with two things. They help you, your brain think that you're eating a lot of food because you have to, you're, you're swallowing a lot of food and you're, and you're taking a lot of forkfuls. And it, it took me like 10 minutes to eat a salad. Whereas like, you know, I get the bacon jam minis at work and those, those three burger sliders are gone in a heartbeat. But it takes a minute to eat a salad. So your brain feels fuller because 
you're just taking a longer time to eat. And so you're more satiated just based on that note. And then number two, what's really happening is vegetables just fill your stomach. So then you're not as hungry, but veggies aren't that high calorie. So if you're not eating that high calorie, it's kind of like not eating a ton of food and then you can lose weight. So that's what I've been doing. And that is where I am at. But a lot of people still don't get it. And I'm here to tell you four to six meals a day ain't it eating food does not help you lose weight if it did you couldn't starve to death hmm. something to think about something to chew on so i'm hitting it all y'all i'm well balanced i'm working like crazy i'm taking care of my family my home taking care of business, I'm taking care of my finances, I'm increasing my income, I am dominating the fitness game, I'm getting shredded before Maui, I'm saving up money. I'm on a stride and I'm going to live in this moment, I'm going to live in this stride as long as I can, but I tell you what, it ain't going to be too much longer before something smacks me in the face and knocks me right back down. That is where all of my good habits especially my morning routines, will consistently keep me from hitting a huge wall that I can't get over. I'm going to hit a wall. You're going to hit a wall. We all hit walls. But can you get around, through, or over that wall? I'm just saying. Uh, man, I have been having a lot of anxiety as well. Um, not bad anxiety. Just overwhelming, too much information, too much stuff. And this is what I wrote down the other day. Uh, it's the city. And I've talked about this to you, but I wrote this down because this just made a lot of sense to me. The city is bad. The city gives you entitlement, anxiety, depression. You see people chasing things, so you chase those same things. You accomplish things that go to your head and make you feel like you deserve respect, which is, comes along with the entitlement. Uh, based off of what your career title is, based off of how much income you make. Um, it's crazy. But you put anyone, and I was when I wrote this down, I, I was thinking of Drake, uh, my favorite rapper, and one of the biggest people on earth. So let's, that's a good example. But put anyone in the wilderness, like Drake, far, far from anything, and everyone is the same, just trying to survive and I messaged a friend, and I think I already told you guys this story, so I'll, I'll just give a little snippet. But I messaged a friend a while back after a night of bartending at a private event wedding, uh, and it was just crazy, and it was so cool. And I was trying to wind down, and I watched her story, and she's out in Oregon. Shout out, Allie Wewell, uh, doing living in living in the like in a garden area, uh, working at a at a community garden with people, and she's out in the wilderness, and she just seemed so mellow, and everything for me was high intensity, high anxiety. And um, I just noticed that I was like, wow, we're living in vastly different worlds. But like your world is the real one. Like mine's just a facade. It's just input, input, chase, chase, input, input, chase, chase, always on to the next thing until you die of a heart attack or you die of some unfortunate circumstance while you're doing that, while you're just chasing, 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 chasing. And it's not good. The human, the human being was A, not evolved to do that, wasn't built to do that, and just shouldn't do that. It's the same idea to me as like um, saying that you don't need to work or you shouldn't work out to lose weight or let's say working out doesn't help you lose weight. 
Well, that's kind of like ass backwards of what the real problem is, is what we know of, which is sitting on the couch and being lazy is negative for your health. That's just fact. And my all-time favorite is if being obese was good for you, then you wouldn't have health problems. So you shouldn't be obese, right? So it kind of goes along the same way. Like you're anxious as fuck, you're depressed as hell, and you're entitled beyond belief. And it's because of the city and it's obvious as hell, but we don't really ever think of that. Which is one reason I really stepped back from social media. It's it's un, it's just unbelievable. You know, I had somebody ask me the other day, like, wow, you haven't been on social media in like eight months? When did you get over that stage of like, oh, I got to check my shit all the time? And I'm like, I, I don't really know. I kind of fell out of social media before that. And the reason is, is because I was like that. I was like, oh, how many likes did I get on that? I still do that with Snapchats and stuff sometimes. But I don't want to put myself in that predicament all of the time. I don't want to be on Facebook, Instagram, or, or whatever social media you're using right now and whatever year you're listening to this. I've always wanted to do that. It's still giving you anxiety and depression. You know, like the, the whole like, oh, I have trouble sleeping at night. Every, every one of you that says that I have trouble sleeping at night is on your phone in bed with your brightness all the way up scrolling through social media or watching shit and then you complain about not being able to sleep well even though you didn't try to go to bed would you try to go to bed yeah well, what'd you do i got on my phone and laid there okay how is that trying to go to bed well i don't get tired how can you get tired if you're constantly inputting information the stuff you're looking at there's a reason for it. You're interested. It's provoking you in some sense, or it's mentally stimulating at the very base level. And because it's mentally stimulating, what do you think that does to your brain? Stimulates it. And what do you think a stimulated brain does? Stays awake. So when you have trouble sleeping and you're on your phone, remember that you're forcing yourself to stay awake. And then you're complaining that you can't get good sleep because you don't let yourself go to sleep. My suggestion would be to read a book at night or something. Uh, I'm in a, I don't know, like a weird hab habit. I don't know what it is. I can eat a good-sized meal at night, which is what I usually do, and I'm just, it doesn't matter. An hour or two later, it. right now with how much I'm working, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, maybe it's midnight, maybe it's 2 a.m., I can eat a, eat a meal in an hour and I'm out. I'm just out. So figure out what, it, what, what does it for you. Uh, I used to read in the morning, I mean in the, in the, in the night, but um, I fall asleep so fast. Like I literally would open a book and read two pages and fall asleep. Speaking of books, so I've got a lot of new books right now. I've got 10% uh, Happier that I'm reading by Dan Harris, who's a neuroscientist. I love learning from people who are fucking smart as hell and have giant titles and a lot of experience in life and a lot of academic knowledge if they have it it's not necessary i'm drinking a gatorade zero right now fun fact for you gatorade is not an electrolyte drink that was marketing you were all wrong 
There's more electrolytes in Propel. There's more electrolytes in fucking Pedialyte. There's way more salt in Propel and Pedialyte. This has 420 milligrams in a whole fucking bottle. That is like what says 18% of your daily value, which the daily value is way below what you should actually have because salt is really fucking good for you. So I'd say it's probably maybe 10% of your daily value. And if this was a real electrolyte beverage, you should be getting at least 20. And I have no evidence backing that, but I would want 20%. So anyway, I'm reading 10% happier. How to get out of your head a lot. I'm in my head a lot. Um, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, but I need to be present because one of the things I always go back to is like, there's going to be a moment where you're dying and you're, in that dying moment for me, what terrifies me, which is also what drives me like crazy is that, that terror and fear that I have of, uh, what's going to happen in my dying moment. But I'm going to look back and be like, Oh, thank God I did all this shit. But like in your dying moment, one of the things that I'm going to regret is man i wish i was present more i wish i would have just enjoyed fighting with my girlfriend in that moment more i wish i would have listened to her more i wish i would have talked to my mom more i wish i would have all of that shit is going to come to my mind and so uh i really try to get out of my head as much as possible and sometimes like right now i'm in a state where i get into my head too much trying to get out of my head and so then i'm in my head more and <laughs> That's not good. So uh, I slow down in the mornings, meditate, yada, 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 and it helps. It helps. So 10% happier. I'm only a couple pages into it. Um, another book I got was The Brain That Changes Itself. Sweet. Neuroplasticity. I'm going to guess that's what this book talks about is neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is not only real, but if you're a closed-minded person – you are just going to be so fucking against this. This is neuroplasticity's definition. The brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. Neuroplasticity allows the neurons in the brain to compensate for injury and disease and to adjust their activities in response to new situations or to changes in their environment. Hmm, why does intense trauma, stress, or struggle in life make you better? It's because of neuroplasticity. And you can do that by putting yourself through stressful situations or habitual things like reading every morning or meditating or mantras, saying things over and over. Um, it's just like what a Naval, Naval Ramakit said in, in his quote in Tools of Titans, happiness is a muscle. You have to exercise it just like you exercise at the gym telling yourself you're happy all the time, finding the positives. That's not a person. Well, you're just a positive person. Yes, I was born like that a little bit, but you know why I'm ungodly positive and unbelievably motivated and driven all the time? is because I fucking focus on it constantly. If you're sad and depressed, that's because you're in a sad and depressed mindset constantly. If you just tried to, as hard as you could all of the time, in every situation, as far as you could go to be like, man, there's a positive in this. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. You would change your shit. Neuroplasticity. Real. The brain changes, y'all. So if you're closed-minded, like, have you ever traveled? Jeez, I thought about this in the shower. This is coming full, full circle. I, I just thought about, like, some people that travel, and I'm guessing I've never been with tons of people traveling, but I'm guessing there's some people who travel and they just 
come back. And that's it. And maybe that's you. And you're like, well, yeah, that's how travel works. You leave, you go on vacation, you enjoy while you're there as much as you can. You live it, you love it. You come back and fuck it, you go back to work. But like for me, I'm rewired every time I travel. Every time I see new people that I've never seen before, I see new things, I, I experience new culture. Every time I just accomplish a trip on my own, my whole brain is rewired. And like, you know, we went to Florida. Florida just got me so much more excited to, to make a ton of money because eventually my girlfriend Nicole and I are, are going to live coastal and I would like to live in a nice place. You know, wouldn't it be nice to have a really big mansion on the beach? That's the fucking goal, y'all. And not unrealistic in today's world for me. So I'm really excited about it. But then I go to the coast, like we're going to go to Maui. And I know Maui, I'm so excited for my girlfriend because Maui's going to change her goddamn life. She's just going to be mind blown like I was at what this world has to offer. The beauty, not even, oh gosh, just, you know, Maui is the dream. Not even on that level. It's just the beauty. The beauty that you get to see and experience and you go, holy shit, there's thousands, tens of thousands of other places like this that are just magnificent and breathtaking. And you either can or won't go experience as much of that as, as you want. And I know that's not for some people, but I was thinking about that in the shower. I was like, that blows my mind. That like Some people probably go to the beach and they're like, yep, that was fun. Um, yeah, we'll probably go again and couple years or something me I, I come back and I'm like yo I'm trying to do that for like three months out of the year let's go make some money let's go fucking build some businesses make some passive income let's go change our goddamn lives I want to live that all of the time and maybe that's bad but I feel like my life's going in a really positive direction and I have I have huge plans to make gigantic mounds of of dollar bills y'all and I plan on using that money to employ employ more people and to to build more businesses and to help more people and like god that the traveling just hits you or me at least I don't know I think I have a a crazy travel bug if that's not how you feel and how most feel but I don't know I don't I don't think that many people go on a trip and they go, yeah, that was cool. Like, I, I don't really care that I did it. It just happened. Like, I can see, you know, like a really uh, recluse type of sibling that, you know, you go on a family trip and like their friends are like, oh my God, dude, you got to go there. That's so cool. And they're like, eh, it's whatever. For me, I'd be like, oh my God, dude, it was fucking insane. It changed my whole world. And even when I did travel, I didn't have any siblings, but even when I did travel with my, my mom, when I was younger, I mean, it changed me. I, I loved all that. I I have fond memories of that kind of stuff. And I remember it changing me a little bit and a lot less when I was younger, much more now. Um, maybe it's because I am open minded naturally more, but I think you can move. I think natural is a moving scale because of neuroplasticity. I really do. And I think that you have a lot more control and it's not going to give you more anxiety. You have a lot more control in a good way than you think. I really believe that. And that's almost what it that's almost what drives my cynicism is knowing that it's kind of why I don't train people. It's not I, I know you can change. I know that you want to, and I know you have the ability, but I know you are probably just like most other people, and you're just not gonna do it. And 
the fact that I know you can and I've done it and I'm doing it and I'm constantly doing it and I'm still doing it to keep advancing in life, I know that you can. And for me, it wasn't whether I could or not. It was, well, I'm going to die someday, so I want to at least die trying. Like, why wouldn't you? You're going to go in the grave anyway. Why, why, why not give a fuck? I think you should give a fuck. So it's 12 noon, y'all, on a Saturday. I'm about to go work on my business a little bit. And then I'm going to go make some money at the bar so I can put more money back in my business so I can hit my goals. What about you? Happy Saturday, y'all. I'll catch you soon. Peace. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.